Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you had to hide away for so long. Where did we go wrong? It's the Reviewer New Podcast. I'm DJ. I'm Will the Greatest. And this is the podcast where we take a second look at movies and music and, you know, have a discussion about it. So today we have a request by Arthur Botley. And if you'd like to request a movie, music, or live stream request, head on over to that Kofi at Kofi.com slash RapCritic to lock yours in. So let's get into it because, uh, yes. look, we are... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm we just, like, were... tripping over myself to get into this discussion, because we were just talking before, like, okay, what about this? Well, what about this? And I was like, oh, we gotta save this for the yeah. show. So, so let me, right? yeah, it's like, this um, movie is um, all about different familial relationships. So you have, like, father-son, sister-sister, even, like, found family of sorts. Um, all the, 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 the trilogy in and of itself, I'm sure whenever you do the third one, we can talk about the third one. But, um, like, they're, all the villains are like egotistical. This one literally and <laughs> figuratively. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the villains are egotistical, and it's all about fear. It's basically a, a, a Fast and Furious movie <laughs> in terms of like, why are yeah. all of these Hollywood mo- movies all about like the lesson is always family's important? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? I, I, I give James <laughs> at least some, some credit where it's just like he explores family in like various dimensions. Yeah, no, no. Granted. What I like about him is that, yeah, he explores these actual dynamics of like people not having, you know, the best of relationships, but yeah. still being able to come together like at the end. And you, it, it, like, it feels like a real family drama, but with space opera involved. It doesn't just yeah. feel like a, uh, what you call it, uh, Fast and Furious movie where it's like, no, where it's they like don't actually fa- hate each other. Family is family. Yeah, yeah. Family is family. Oh, why did he betray you? Oh, I, I, yeah, like, oh, why did you betray me? Oh, I betrayed me because there was, like, a chip that was implanted in my brain that made me not uh, love you anymore. Oh, okay, yeah. so it's cool now. Like, that's how, always how those movies are, you know? There's yeah, never yeah, any it's real... Like versus, versus Guardians, which its execution is just like... Oh yeah, I've been you know searching for my my son all these years since I went out to seek him because like I wanted somebody I wanted to not be alone in yeah. this universe. So if everything is an extension of me, then it's like and everyone kind of is like me, then I won't feel alone. Like ego's whole motivation is like isolation. It's like I can't, I woke up, I gained consciousness in the mm. void, and just had to create and that's all i knew how to do and i wanted kids that could relate to that so that i wouldn't feel like i'm the only one that's like me so if i make everyone like me i won't be alone which is yeah. again egomaniacal pretty much shit, yeah, i mean but, fascism basically <laughs> it's like fascism but from an internal place <laughs> yeah well well because i mean fascism you know it's like, it always comes from somewhere, right? Like, it's yeah. never just external. It's always coming from some sort of need to be accepted, needed. To, right, right? You know, yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah. all the same, right? Right? Yeah, it's, it's, like, yeah. it's like, if I make everyone the same as me, I won't feel like I'm the only me. It's like... Like, I'm, yeah, like, I'm which, weird. Yeah, which, yeah. Which, that's why Peter's line is so important at the end. He's like, you're, you know, you're sacrificing uh, being a god. Then you'll just be like everyone else. It's like, well, what's so wrong with that? Yeah. And, and it makes and, it really and that poignant because kind of, it's that, like, what's bad that, about being different and just normal? Well, not normal. And, yeah, and that plays into up, kind of the themes of the uh, the movie with the villains, honestly. Um, yeah. Especially, like, the other villains who, like, the golden people, like, I... Oh, the sovereign. Okay, so the way I feel about this movie is that, like, 
I enjoyed the movie enough, but had issues with it. And then as I watched mm-hmm. it again, like I really enjoyed the parts that I really enjoyed, and I really had issues with the parts <laughs> that I didn't. You know, like it just deepened my like going like was, ah, I don't know was, how to resolve how I feel about this movie. <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had an inverse the last Jedi moment with this one, which was weird. Like the last Jedi was one where I saw it and loved it, and then watched it years later before Rise of Skywalker and flipped. So now I mm. saw this one. I went out not liking it, probably because I was next to my mother and James triggered that response. Like, oh, uh, fuck you, Jamothy. Like, but, uh, and then now, six now, years later, rewatch, much. I'm like, oh, th- wait, now, wait a second. I know what he's going for here. He may be now, feeling something. To, now, not to give too much away, like, I do enjoy James Gunn as a movie uh, maker. And I feel like all of the movies that he has made up to this point, not to give too much away, yeah. but I feel like they have been enjoyable rides. Like, I definitely can't say I enjoy them, but I can't help but see these flaws, especially in mm-hmm. the franchise that we're talking about today. Uh, and yeah. we'll get into it. Just, like, it just feels like how certain plots unfold feels a little kind of, like, not really digging in as much as I feel like you could have to really make those moments pop, right? Um, I, I think so, I might know some of the stuff you're... I mean, we're about to dig into it, but I think I can yeah, probably yeah, understand yeah. some of the stuff you're talking about, probably so, so, against uh, one particular yeah. character who's just an <laughs> asshole the whole movie. <laughs> but it, just to get right into it, like, yeah. I actually enjoy how it starts, actually. I really enjoy yeah, it, the it, beginning. Yeah, it starts pretty good, <clears throat> honestly. Um, where, where, where the idea is that, like, okay, they need to protect these space batteries from an internet, interdimensional, interdimensional beast that feeds on them. Yeah. <laughs> and so crafty like, and worms. <laughs> so, so they're basically, you know, uh, 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 pest, uh, pest control for this for these intergalactic beings that don't want to do their own job and risk their own people. So I was like, "Oh, okay, this makes sense." Like I'm seeing how this mm. is like, you know, we're just, you know, roach busters, but, you know, in yeah, space, right? Just, yeah, just um, big, yeah, just like, "Well, okay, we got to It weirdly enough it's like we're roach busters for the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're galactic ghostbusters like the Oh, also side note, the opening of the de-aging visual on Kurt Russell are nuts. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's, it looks so weirdly good, good. Even now like yeah, yeah, it it's still looks amazing. It still I'm looks just really like, good. God damn, how'd they do yeah. that? So with the beginning, you know, I know the 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 group dancing bit is for the kids. You know, it's it's hit the four yeah. quadrants. Like it's obvious, but damn it, it's done so well. It's As I watch this, like it's a great it's needle a, drop. Um, yeah, it's what, the, exactly. It's like it's one of those. I know what you're doing, and it's so obvious what you're doing, but yeah. you're doing it so well that it's okay. Like when the monster shows up and it's like blasting like those multicolored, mm-hmm. you know, uh, flames from its mouth, and then like yeah. you know the song starts, and it's like it feels so perfectly put together. Where it's like, yeah, we're no, no, right no, back I, in the saddle with the crew, and I then like the, the yeah, the song being played strong. is so fucking. Perfect. Like, it, like yeah. it clues you in to the absolutely stellar soundtrack that we're going to be getting into. Like, this is if the first one makes you want to get the soundtrack, the second one makes you want to like rip out your phone and start downloading it before the movie's even fucking over. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's like the the uh, like James has a great ear for music. So here's here's one thing that's really cool that I don't think people give enough credit to. Guardians are one of the few properties in the MCU that actually have a theme and a lay motif. You hear it. What it's, is it? What? Um, I'm trying to remember what it is now. It, it just, uh, damn it! I just had it. Oh no! They, they do and, have and a what theme. sucks about music is that it's like yeah, it's just a melody. So you're just like yeah, da, they, da, they, da, they do da, have da, their da. own theme between movies, uh. and even in the the third one, which I mean we're not we're not talking about, it, but it shows up in the third one. Yeah. So I'm just like, holy shit! Someone remember? Because when I heard it, I'm like, the Guardians have a theme because I remembered it from the first mm. one. 
I remember it. It, it plays several times in the second one, but it's like it's it's not. Um, dun, 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 oh, dun, 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 it's uh, like when, that. when do they play it? When does it happen? Wait, do it happens in the opening, I think, when the monster shows up, and then I know it happened. It happens during one of the scenes in the climax fight. Yeah, now that you're saying it, I'm remembering that. Da, da, da. I'm remembering that little yeah. loop there. Yeah, yeah, um, they have but, a theme, and it's a lay motif, but people don't give it enough credit. Like that, them. I think Black Panther maybe kept like a handful of them. Uh, Spider-Man has one, but like they actually have one, and throughout the movie, they sprinkle it several times. <laughs> so, so they, and they don't get enough credit. They actually have a theme yeah. song. And uh, just to put a button on the music point, like, just the fact that the way uh, the first music uh, bit ends, where, you know, you hear the music on Mr. Blue Sky's, like, creeping yeah. over, now his hand is on your show, and then Drax, like, accidentally, like, falls on the, the radio, yeah. and, and it cuts off, and Groot gets angry at Drax, and it's like, you, you honestly feel that moment where you're like, you bastard, right before the bridge that brings it's it all not, home, God, you did that on purpose, Drax. movie! <laughs> <laughs> Which I think if you, because um, on this go around, I was actually trying to focus a little bit more on the background because I knew Baby Groot was dancing in the front. Um, so because of where this movie is, is set timeline-wise, because I think it's three, four months after the first Guardians time-wise, um, it it shows how disorganized they are in a fight. And mm-hmm, so like right. going into the third one, that's one of the things you, you keep in mind. So with mm-hmm. the second one, they're still adapting to each other's skills as a team. That's why they're having kind of a tough time with these like interdimensional beasts. Cause they've only been really working together as a team since the first movie for a couple months. It really hasn't been that long, but what another thing I really want to give James credit on God bless this man. He's one of the few directors and, and auteurs I would say that knows how to use color. Oh my God. A director that uses color. Something yes. the Little Mermaid could and, learn from and, this of all and, movies. And, and like, it's so my in, God, it, it's, it's so crazy incredible. If As I'm watching this in movie, space. yes, I swear to God, like just the scene where they cut into the um the uh, the quarters of the golden aliens, and you just like see it's so much yellow, like, yeah, and but like, there's also blues and stuff in the yellow. background. Yeah, like they're actually taking advantage of the color palette. And it's so fascinating yeah. to see, like, this, fe- yeah, this movie feels alive. It doesn't just feel like, here's a modern movie with all the really sleek graphics, no, like, but it all the, just looks like it's on a flat stage. T- yeah. Like, when the monster punches out Rainbow Cascade, how it's yeah, lit underneath. Yeah, no, you're like, absolutely right. Like, the Guardians outfits themselves, they're a little desaturated, but it when you see them in different environments, like the forest, it's dark, but like a Eagle's blue and green. planet is incredible. You just want to look Eagle at it. Eagle planet whole time. is yeah. gorgeous. The Sovereign's yeah. Arena, bright gold in like with like minor hints of lesser various yellows. So when they're in there, the even the camera filter, the lens has a yellowish tint to it mm-hmm. because they're in this golden, flawless, bespectacled place. It changes based off environment. Like it. Oh my God! Like somebody that has eyeballs and adds variety to it, things. It helps you. It, like it's one of those things where it's like movies are a visual treat. And yes. sure, as much as we're going to be talking about the story of it, like yes, it is so nice to be like, oh wow, I'm really enjoying this ride. I want to look at what's it's, happening in the same way that yeah. like movies in the '50s would be like, let's go to exotic locations because that's how we, you know, make you want to keep looking at the camera. You know, especially it's like, that's with a lot of this being CG, take advantage of that. Yes, like yes, yeah, yes. I know things are going to be like complex because it's cosmic like, and, the and stars, I know it's not real but, but make me actually want to enjoy make it the spectacle stand of it. Yeah. out like that's like yeah. with Ragnarok 
that's why it stood out so much is because right, it was so right. less saturated. There were freaking yeah. colors oh, in there. Beautiful looking movie, yeah. Yeah, so it's like another one where it's like, oh wow, there's colors about here. But yeah, it's like they're disorganized. You know, you're seeing their function as a team. So I guess we can talk a little bit like as we're working our way narratively. So they talk with the sovereign and all that with like yeah. And so, the, the point I still that- don't like Rocket. He I didn't like him in the first one. He was oh. still worse of an asshole. I get it. It's a narrative reason that even leads into the third one. He's still yeah. a dick. That yeah. part of my opinion did not change. He's he was an asshole then. He's an asshole six years I, later, and I still think it's unwarranted. He's I just hate, a dick. I hate how he's like. The plot contrivance that basically forces what happens annoys the shit out of me because yeah. it's so clearly explained that it becomes a thing of, okay, so Rocket, why are you fucking this up? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're, like, you're actively and loudly just being a dickhead to your, like, I get it. It's been a couple months. You're adapting to be friends. But, dude, like... You're not stupid. That means you're doing all this. Well, okay, on see that. See, that's my thing. I thought, like, when I remember when I first watched this movie and seeing this plot unfold. Mm-hmm. Like the way I feel is like, well, the whole idea with Rocket Raccoon is that he's slick. He can always get out of the situation. In yeah. fact, what when you see that scene later where he's fighting all of those guys and it's like, how is he going to take on all of these guys? Oh, of course he can because he's just that ingenious of yeah, a person. Yeah, he's really smart. He's, he, he's nimble. He I came up really with like all of scene. these fail safes. So yeah. when he steals the batteries and he's making a big deal of like he's like winking and doing all the shit where it's just like, okay, you're clearly showing off that you stole the battery. You're just telling it to Drax, who's clearly like gonna laugh and make a big deal out of it. And so it's just like, okay. You're you're showing your hand and all this stuff. Like I thought that when the scene unfolds, when they leave, and then they're already back in the ship, and then they leave, and then they start getting attacked. I thought that we're gonna get attacked like when just going to the ship because it's like it's so clear that you stole the batteries. And my yeah. question was, was like, like he's he's, so he's, he's speaking loudly too. Like the, it's yes. a it's a big room with enough room to echo, and Drax echo, laughs yeah. about it. It's like, and my thing and was, look what I got their batteries. Yeah. It's like, and my thing was what. Was he doing? What was the what was ruse? the goal? Was my question. Like, no, no, no. What was the ruse? Like, did he steal the batteries and replace them with something that they thought was gonna look like a battery? But then, like, oh, gives them enough time to get away. That's the thing that pisses me off. It's just like, what was he planning on doing there? There was no ingenious move. He he like speaks like uh you know uh speaks very like flippantly. He like basically gives them all the reason in the world to want to like. In fact, there's a scene where one of the guards mm-hmm. clutches at his gun, and I was like, oh shit, is the moment about to happen now? Where they have run and it's like oh no it's not we're no, just no, so we're around it. Space like, what? It's, he's like, just yeah, an asshole like, dj he's yeah. just an asshole he's but, a raccoon annoy- he's just an asshole <laughs> but anno- it annoys me because it's like literally the people that you're paid to protect like you know what i mean yeah. like you're being paid by these people uh, uh you know and then he says to you watch what you watch what you say they're easily offended and the punishment is death for offensiveness like it's not like yeah. Oh, you don't know what the consequences are. Like, no, let's get I, our money and get I, out of here. Why are you making a scene when you literally don't have to? And I know it's because he's like, an oh, asshole. These characters are just so rambunctious <laughs> and assholes. But it's like the scenes of someone being an asshole still have to make sense, or else it's like the, I don't the, care about the characters thing. Because if like, okay, if you're mm-hmm. not taking any emotional weight of the scene, like the idea, I feel like with a scene like this is that it's supposed to be like, oh, he thinks he's doing something slick, but uh oh, he messed up in a way that he didn't like. Like oh, yeah, I, like he's what I was thinking was like, 
Yeah, like he replaced the batteries with something that looks so similar that they wouldn't be able yeah. to tell the difference. Then maybe he, he says he, something he, that like, gives it away. On part of the bat, like he only gave him like half the batteries and kept my my only right. per- perspe- potential explanation is that like he didn't really see them as much of a threat, despite the fact that culturally they're very retaliatory. Yeah, that's my thing. But it's just like, it, it, it why just means, is he not seeing them as a threat? Because the thing about it is, if yellow. they were just in the first, <laughs> here's my thing. If they were just in the first act, that would be fine. But they become no, they carry the out second the bad guys in yeah. the movie. And in a way that feels like, like it feels like such a hat on a hat. It, it like, yeah. it, you know, those nineties movies where it's like, Ooh, the bad, the big bad guy you have to fight over here. Oh, and because we're not secure about it, here's another bad guy that you also have to fight just in case that bad guy doesn't really go. It's just like, what? Where are, like, by the time it gets to the third act and we're fighting ego and then the, those guys come out of nowhere with the bang, shang, shang, a lang. Yeah. Like it was a cool starting moment. But then halfway through, I was like, does it even matter that they're here? Because by the time they get away, like it's not like they still have to fight them. Like when they get right. off of Ego's head and it explodes, they just can kind of get away, and it didn't really matter. Like they weren't really a threat, you know. And so it was just kind of like, like when all of the battling in space stuff is going around. Like there's a part where I, I think Star Lord is like shoots at mm-hmm. one of the um shoots at one of the uh, uh the spaceships, but it becomes one of those things where like. But there's a lot of spaceships rolling around, and they're just trying to find U5. And how yeah. is all of this uh, space dog fighting happening when they're just trying to find five people? Like, what are these people shooting at this whole time? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it becomes uh, a thing where it's just like, hey, it just they, feels they like just, all of this hey, look, is just to be big background. You know what I mean? Instead they, of actually, uh, oh my god, how do we evade? How do we get around? You know? Clearly, this is a... One of those species that was made that didn't have the best accuracy, noted by the number of people that were fucking missing. (laughs) Well, see, actually, I thought that was kind of funny, right? Uh, um, The joke of that society, I felt, was that, like, oh, we are people who have been perfectly bred. We perfectly bred our people to be exactly the way they need to be bred. And but he bred a bunch of incompetent-ass shooters. Yeah, exactly. It's like, as you watch the movie, they're really Can't incompetent. Shoot the broad so, side of a brick wall, now, huh? <laughs> now, see, what I think is funny to me is, like, what what does that actually feel like it's saying to me is that, is, like, these people think that they're the yeah, perfect they, race, right? But they don't want to admit to themselves that they're not. So, well, the, I mean, these people talking all your... this pomposity, but they absolutely are not any of that. Like, that's what I like about the, the subversion of this society. They absolutely, like, by execution oh, wow. that, of that what is happening. That contextualizes uh, a Yeah, like, they're three. clearly Wait, all just that entire thing is in comp. Oh, wow. Yes. That actually makes somebody <laughs> in the future very better in a hilarious way. <laughs> right. Oh, God, something and, just clicked for me. The Yes, yes. But yeah, it's like, yeah, they're all created and bred to be perfect, but also think about it. But they're inbreds. Like, of course they think they're perfect. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you know. Perfect arts. Like, well, they're very sensitive to, like, length. You know, they're very particular. Like, so it's a bunch of sensitive pansy gold asses. Exactly. So it's a bunch of, like, entitled snarky. Because remember, they treated their ships like video games. Like, oh, man. Yes. Ha ha. And and, they shoot them. Like, yeah, and I remember that moment where it was like. Yeah, remember that moment where it's like, oh, you suck, Zykar. And I, that was the first moment where I was like, wait, but I thought you guys were supposed to be perfect. <laughs> like, uh, Clearly not. They're not perfect shots by any capacity. They Exactly. You know, the, they got the, the shot that, of stormtroopers. Yeah, that, fucking... that meteor belt did more to them than the, uh, or that asteroid belt yeah, right? did more to them than, than the shooters did. And they outnumbered them. Yes, that's the thing. There's so many of them. And I was just like, okay, are they just not able to do anything? Like, but the, like the fact you had five people in one ship going through an asteroid field and they were actively being chased. Not only did the asteroids do more damage, 
but they wiped out your entire fleet along the way. Says way more about the Sovereign being incompetent and less about the Guardians. Because, mind yeah. you, they've been together three months, and they outran them and outshot them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I, I think I think that is funny though. Like I was getting to that point. That's that really like, funny. This civilization that likes to act like they're the fucking so you know, Zardoz perfect. Z- that's they why like Rocket was like a Zardoz. You can tell uh, he's people. like if they're hiring us. Clearly, they're not. Uh, they don't have the, the gumption to back it up. <laughs> I'm like, not worried you know, about like that. Think they're like these Zardoz. You know, you know that movie Zardoz where it's like, oh, the perfect yeah. people. Like they like to think that they're that, but they're really these frail fucking bitches who again, like, yeah. As soon as you say one offensive thing, they'll kill you. Like so clearly, like, they're, well, they're, they're their egos are fragile. So clearly, they're, it's like, well, they're, <laughs> you know, it's not just like a thing they say to. It's like because again, if you're walking in a room full of like gold uniform people yeah that that image is intimidating but like right oh you're saying it's like a nazi thing where it's just like yeah, it's oh like, don't these it, look very intimidating it's like don't we all look scary with but... our uniform colors and our <laughs> uniform room and yeah our but if you actually look speaking. it's like yeah but if you actually look at like the lenny Riefenstahl, whatever the fuck uh triumph of the will like they actually had to like zoom the camera in so that you couldn't see that there wasn't actually that many people like that type of right. shit you know right it's <laughs> like, oh, they, they look scary because they're like all around us in a room but we just killed an interdimensional monster. It's like, we don't want to piss them off. For them, yeah. Yeah, it's like, le- less for us, but just because, like, eh, that could cause more issues. We don't know who they know. They might know somebody that's actually a threat. Like, it's, it's, oh, we don't want to create, we don't want to inconvenience ourselves. We don't want to yeah. throw but, our I day mean, off. We got yeah. other things to do. <laughs> but, but again, it, it, the fact that Rocket doing what he did ends up being so much of the catalyst for the movie. Like, it feels like a, uh, what was it? I think it was like this third Star Wars movie where it's like, it doesn't feel like a plot is happening as much as, oh no, we got to get to there and oh no, we got to get to there and oh no, we got to get to there. You know what I mean? It it ends up setting up a circumstance for what actually fuels the plot of once they get out and Ego saves them. I I do want to say one last thing about the Sovereign. Um, Mm. Elizabeth Debicki is too beautiful and too talented to be wasted the way she was. <laughs> I, I think she was used well enough. <laughs> She's, she is so she, she gigantic and fine and talented, yeah. and I wish she had more to do other than sit and flirt for two seconds and then yell <laughs> and be upset. I'm like, I'm like, you're too fine and talented. You know, I this. think that's, a, I think that's more than this. That's the whole reason why they bring them back at the end, just to be like, oh, okay, we gotta, we gotta it's give like her we, something else we to painted, do. <laughs> we painted talented, fine ass Elizabeth DeBecky's yeah. six foot tall, white skin Meg the Stallion ass. Oh my goodness! Just, to, just to be wait. She's like, nah, we gotta, we gotta shoot some other stuff. We gotta find an excuse. She sat in the mm-hmm. chair as, along with Drax and Gamora and Nebula, just being painted a color, just like first time, huh? Like, yeah. so we're, yeah, we're, finally oh, uh, we're colored. <laughs> to, to get back to my point though, um, yeah, because this is this was a thing that I wrote down that I think is a really big sticking point like rocket's supposed to be an asshole because he does yeah. devious things but he's supposed to be a smart asshole because the point is that he's supposed to be able to be so slick that he keeps getting away with it you know what i'm saying like yeah i mean so like he, he was a thief but i guess big big gun raccoon boy um yeah. is it's like here's the thing he's he's super duper smart that means when he does uh a lot of times when he does ignorant shit that means it's it's not a matter of him being stupid. He just doesn't care, which says way more about him as a character. I mean, I guess you could, like, that's the thing. This is either such a 
great character moment that he is so not caring about this family that he should have that he should be caring about that right. he's risking his ego for their death basically yeah. you know what i mean like oh well how, how great it's is ego this family murder, not how, ego gr- death. how great of a brother are you if you're willing to risk our fucking lives because you well, just I mean, think was, you can get away with it like what well, the fuck he was arguing with quill when they were in the ship too just like oh, let me yeah, take george i got it yeah. i can shoot him down he was like bro just let peter do his thing like again and, and Peter, but but Peter. that was an under that was an understandable dickhead moment because it's like okay I get these two egos in the moment yeah. trying to get one over in each other where it's like it's annoying and inconvenient and it fucks up things and makes it worse but yeah. I understand in the moment as a character why he would do that I don't understand as a character why he took those batteries you know what I mean like that's yeah. my point it's like I understand doing dickish things and having it not be completely logical but it's like. There's got to be some sort of thing that he thought he could do, you know? Yeah, I think he's just doing it to see if he could do it. Mm. Like, again, again, a lot of people that are assholes that make asshole choices, you'll ask them, it's like, why'd you do that? That was such a dickhead move. Because I wanted to. He's a selfish asshole. Yeah, but it's like, like, okay, so, but this is supposed to be family. I I wanted wanted to see if I could. But your family... Hey, but to be fair, it's, hey, sometimes know, my family, my brother likes to gamble with our lives. Uh, but you know, he's our brother. But we, but we love Uncle Rocket regardless. Wait, what did you say with your little, lives? He's a little did asshole. It's did, like, did you say with your we? lives at the end there? What was that? Yeah, the sound design was really oh, good yeah. though during the uh, the dog fight. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh. Uh, well, I wanted to get to the part where uh, he said, because basically they were doing the mission partially to get paid, um, but also partially because uh, those people had uh, Gamora's sister and they were trying to get her back. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to get Nebula back and just like, we're gonna, God, man, Nebula's so fine. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, can I say this? No, I have. It's just like, Nebula's so fine, bro. I think she's the better actor, and we talked about this last week with uh, uh with Evan, like because oh, well, Gamora I mean, Karen, and Nebula Karen are like Gillen's playing used off to the space other. shit. Yeah, I'm, well, I, I just feel well, like, no, Saldana is too because she did Avatar around the no, same time. Uh, yeah, Karen that's my thing. Doctor like Who. Zoe Saldana, like I feel like I don't connect with her. Something still feels like I like. She just feels like. Maybe it's in the writing or something like that, but it just feels like she's mm-hmm. the girl who's supposed to have the <laughs> lines the where the romantic tension happens and the lines where she's supposed to be the hard ass. But it doesn't I guess feel like, she like actually, the, you know, the perspective of the arc is more on Nebula and less on Gamora. Like, yeah, we, we yeah, and, and that's more. why I feel like you get more. You, it feels like she eats more. She she has more to chew on. Nebula's character. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think Gamora. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. It's like Gamora's arcs really are like in the first and third one i think the second one does a lot more work for nebula in terms of like the development especially with like the scene it's the it's about the relationship like the family side of things is between nebula and gamora but it's more from i think nebula's perspective versus gamora's because for gamora it's her relationship adjacent to quill yeah and and i will say yeah and i don't like that relationship and i also don't like (laughs) I, I like I understand the tension between the sisters and I feel this is what I feel like I feel like I like the tension between the sisters until they really explain it and then it mm-hmm. feels like it falls apart for me and 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 we'll get into it I'm in a second pretty, um, pretty all right with it um and then how it moves into the future I think is interesting yeah so so uh i i do like the the line where you know the the golden chick is like what is your heritage mr quill you know and and how that kind of mm-hmm. starts the sort of emotional story of him kind of being know. like well you know 
my, my dad's not exactly from Nebraska, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they, they, they get chased out, you know, it's this thrilling chase. Uh, uh, they're able to, you know, somehow get through, but oh no, like, you know, a couple of the, the, the you know, star ship destroyers or whatever the fuck are still uh, yeah, on their the asses. little war but, game ships and... <laughs> yeah, but then they get blasted just in time by a little man on a big on a, fucking yeah, uh, big ship sperm next to them. It looks like he's like, it looks like he's got like fucking uh, sleigh reins on his ship. Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Onward, mighty like, ship. Into space. We were saved by a tiny man. <laughs> it's like yeah. what, what? We were saved by a one-inch man. It's like well, I don't know. Maybe he was just really far away. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get. It's like well, uh, I guess both of you could be correct in a way. It's like yeah. that. And, I mean, you were moving pretty fast. It's hard to tell. Um, I did have another note because like we we cut oh, over yeah, to yeah. the Ravagers. Rooker and Stallone, low key, would be really really good on like a different project. They're really good mm. actors in that. It, which it is does a, feel like. There is like so much more that wasn't said. Yeah, because yeah, like, no, there, there's when, a lot of backstory there with just like the Ravagers and that whole thing set up. That, that you know, I'm glad of some payoff down the road, but it's like for the time so, yeah. being, like I'm glad that it what it ends up setting up with that does actually fold into the plot by the end of it, just because yeah. it leads to a separation oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then a reunion. Which I'm okay well, yeah, with. Yeah, and the idea, and it builds from uh, the plot of, you know, the idea is that Yondu didn't, uh, he went against the code of the Ravagers. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, well, this is the reason we're kind of like cutting you off. But when you, it, as the plot unfolds, you're kind of hearing more and more about like the reason why he did what he did. So at first it's like, oh, this guy dealt, you know, dealing with kids. That's the one thing you're not supposed to do. Like, so, you know, yeah. you're kind of feeling this guy's a bit of a scoundrel. And then as the plot goes on, it's kind of revealed that like, oh, he wasn't aware of the kids being like, you know, hurt in any way he thought that they were like he was being told by ego that like he wasn't gonna harm them or something yeah, like, it's like that. Eh, so the kids are fine yeah and so it's like well know. you're willing to pay me more so i'll just not think about it you know it's like oh, okay whatever he kept paying me so i didn't know i was gonna question which is right funny. right like, hey look the credits and, cleared so whatever and that actually is interesting so the the priestess at first the priests uh, the priestesses uh uh uh, side side man thinks that uh, the priestess just wants the batteries back, you know, yeah. uh, like, so don't destroy them. Like, don't shoot too hard at them. Just make it so that they'll surrender. But then the woman goes like, no, I don't care that the batteries are volatile. Like, it's about respect. Like, you don't get to fucking do this to us. We're going to kill you no matter what. So yeah. it becomes, How like, I actually did like disrespect. Yeah. Us. So I actually did like that moment at first where it's like, you kind of are having that moment of like, wait, why aren't they shooting the shit out of him? And it's like, it's actually explained. They're trying to not destroy the batteries. But then she says, no, fuck that. Kill me. So <laughs> by the time now. they start getting really intense, yeah, that's when they happen to be able to escape. Like, I did like that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so yeah. the bickering in the moment, like the dynamics of their side, like deciding what they want to do. And then the other side deciding what they want to do. I think it's interesting seeing how that kind of clashes as the action unfolds, you know? There, yeah, there, um, there's also a really like neat, um, just not like set design, but in terms of like character design detail, I like uh, the inside of Yondu's mouth is blue. That's like really just yeah. That and shows teeth, a very strong. It's so weirdly specific. Like they're like slightly crooked, and they're yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, his teeth are jacked yeah. to hell. But like yeah, they're like all slightly to the side, and like every fourth one is like silver. <laughs> yeah, and then like the inside of his mouth, like the attention to detail. 
for all intents and purposes, paid to this movie. Because, like, we've, I've seen effects in Marvel very much range from a whole spectrum of just, like, oh, wow, that, that, I mean, it's fine. It's fine, I guess. We had a couple moments like that when we saw Thor 4. But this I one, love it. That the attention the to detail black is kid. nuts. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's incredible. It, like, it, again, it's like a, this is the type of, oh, I can see someone just, like, dropping some DMT and just watching this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? like, the, the, the fact that, like, this is what happens when you let him cook. When you let a director yeah, exactly. direct and tell the story he wants to tell pretty yeah. much the way he wants to tell it. This is, you, you get some pretty good results. Like you, the detail of color color grading the inside of someone's mouth every time they open to flap their gums a different color is really wild to me. And have that be consistent. That's, and, and now that's man hours. The, now, yeah, and now getting back to Yondu's character. Speak, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Yondu, in fact, because uh, like I think his character like. I remember watching this movie and feeling like he had the most character development as I watched it and being like, whoa, I care about Yondu. I don't even care about yeah. the actual titular Guardians of the Galaxy by the end. I care about Yondu, you know? Um, yeah, I, because, I give a shit because he has a real interesting moment too with like the... Yeah, and he has a great like motivation as to like the developing understanding of why we think he's doing what he's doing. Cause at mm-hmm. first it feels like, Oh, he's just this ravager, you know, who was willing to do the the worst of the worst just to the get paid. Because at first he's like, yeah, we were young, we were dumb and we did what we had to do. But that was what I called my family back then. Right. There's a line like that where it's just like, well, we just had to do what we had to do. And then like when he justifies it to star Lord, he says like, Oh, why did you, you know, why did you pick me to save and, you know, keep with you? It's like, Oh, you, you just get the hard to reach places. So yeah, that's you why you're small. You can fit into the vents. I don't know whose accent yeah. that was supposed to be, but you were small. You can fit into the vents, you boy. You small, boy. You can fit through the vents. <laughs> <laughs> you had tiny um, hands with tiny fingertips. <laughs> but but as we later find out, it really turns out that Ego was trying to get kids from around the galaxy to sire a seed, and Yondu changed his mind about letting the kid be sold after he found out about it. So it's one of those things where it's just like, a the oh, this you know hard-edged guy with the heart of gold, but it really makes sense as it unfolds because like you're kind of watching the movie being like, yeah, this guy is kind of a jerk. And then then you have Mm -hmm. a real moment of like, Oh shit, this guy ego who you're thinking is supposed to be the dad that this character always wants is actually just this jackass who's, you know, just working for himself. And in fact, Yondu was going against this guy that star Lord thinks is this great guy. You know, it's such a great, uh, 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 family dynamic interplay yeah. whereas now now and what i still enjoy is that yandu is still a shitty dad right like he's oh yeah he's no still no no not he's, a he's great still like dad. not the the best dad yeah but you know compared it, it's, to it's all about relativity father, right <laughs> yeah compared like, to his what, birth father he's a goddamn saint yeah <laughs> what would you rather well, well because here becomes the question right what would you rather have like the dad who is shitty to you but was there and like at the end of the day <laughs> like you know, I mean, he but, sucked, uh, but hey, like, you but know? you learned from him, right? Like, you know, like he yeah, wasn't I mean, great, but some he good was, moments. We, yeah, we see he one of them in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, would you rather have that who's not great, but is at least there and giving you the shitty, but at least 40% uh, relative, yeah. you know, like parenting trashy, skills but well meaning? It's like, probably or, not. The- yeah, or the dad who, let, now let's make this absolutely clear. The only reason Ego gave a shit about Star Lord was because, like, let's be absolutely clear about this, is because he heard about what happened in the first movie about the human being who could survive the, um... Yeah, the power stone. 
yeah, I survived the with the power stone in his hand. So this is a dad literally like being the oh hey my son's famous now and he's got worth. Hey son, hey oh. how you doing son? Oh you don't even have to do yeah, all now that. I want. It's the exactly. father that literally killed his mom. <laughs> literally. Exactly. Li killed not, his mom. No hyperbole. He just gave so he, his mom a brain man, tumor look, and killed her. This man is Michael Jackson's dad times 10. Yeah. He only cares about his <laughs> son. He literally had a whole bunch of sons. Of it. Which one is going to be the most famous one? Okay, now that that's yeah. the most famous one, now give me some money. He, that, tur he turned his daughter into a pet. <laughs> He made his yes. daughter her, essentially a dog, his assistant, who helps him sleep. He made yes. his own child a walking Ambien pill. So so let's be clear on who this <laughs> yeah, who, let's, like, yeah, like, let's not mince words here. We have somebody that literally committed matricide. Rather, <laughs> rather than commit, he said, I love this bitch too much. If I come back, I'm not no. leaving. So she uh. got to go. <laughs> No way to, uh, and uh, uh, we gotta get to that. But he, he, he said, he said, this is too good. If I hit this one more time, I ain't leaving. One of us got to go. Oh no! One of us got to go, and it ain't gonna be me. I, I don't like Gamora's scenes. It, it, just the fact that she, they have to be. She's I, fine. Um, I, the fact I'm, that they have to be interacted with Star-Lord and they are clearly in every scene trying to do some sort of romantic tension that does not feel like it really pays off. Really it does feel me. a little odd on like a second watch, maybe because I'm not remembering the first one as well. But watching the second one, I'm just like, um, I'm just like, did they have? Because I'm watching yeah, the second like, one and the, thinking okay, about like in, up to Infinity War where she dies. I'm just like, yeah. is their chemistry that good? No. But, I just don't believe it. You know what I mean? I'm, like, and they, they there don't are tons have of that many there are moments yeah, that are just they don't have real them. charisma because Star Lord yeah. is so clearly a fucking man child that I'm yeah. like, I don't believe that no nonsense Gamora is falling for him. But have I you don't seen his abs? Believe it. But but DJ and, and here's have the thing, you seen his abs? You can. That's Andy here, Dwyer with abs. <laughs> I've seen movies where you have characters that like, hey, maybe they're not it, like you only have a short yeah, amount of time. They're, they're like the writing, unlikely lovers, opposites attract. Yeah, got, but the like writing does such a good job, woman, and like the yeah of making you, can you see do that. But yeah, here. the right yes, yes, writing can do a good job of making you see how they could have a relationship. Oh, they have this thing in common. Oh, they kind of like the humor of each other. Oh, okay, I could see how they might have something in common there. But that yeah. never happens here in this movie. Literally, the scene that I'm talking about is where it's like, oh, Gamora. Basically, the scene unfolded where it's like Gamora tells her not to trust uh, this guy because he could be evil. But then she yeah. sees how he's kind of like shutting himself off and going like, hey, maybe you should open yourself up to this guy. And he goes like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, what do you give a damn? And then she says, well, you know what? Like, this guy could be your dad. But if it's not, we'll just kill him, okay? And she like grabs his hands in a sort of like hold close sort of thing. And then she's like, oh, breaks away. And it's like, oh no. And I'm like, wait, is that the romantic... S uh, yeah. Romantic tension beat well, them bonding over me. killing their. I got wait, no, 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 no. I got Let's a cover on this. Let's be clear about this. Uh, they're supposed to be having this romantic tension beat over them bonding over killing their father figures. That's I mean, what's happening hey, hey, right look, now. They're hey, like, look, oh, her dad is do you want to kill your dad, dad is a planet. <laughs> Hey, look, what what is Disney without bonding over patricide? <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what I'm like. I'm like, this isn't romantic. Like, this I mean, well, I, and, like, I guess, I guess, in a certain way, it is for her because she's well, her and her sister absolutely want to kill their dad. So it's like, hey, look, if you want me to do it, 
I'm right here for you, baby. I I'll kill your dad. I think they should have played into the humor of that scene more. I think they don't do that. I think they mm. just kind of like do like, isn't this an awkward moment? And then just kind of, ah. And like, isn't that romantic tension? But like, no, do more of that. You know, be more of like, yeah, I hate yeah, my dad. It's like, yeah, I hate my dad too. Yeah, fuck that. And I, maybe have that bonding moment of like, you know what I'm saying? Something through the no, dialogue. No, yeah, I, 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 I actually can agree with you. Of the relationship dynamics that go, and there's a lot that go on throughout the movie. I'd say that one is funny enough, the weakest one. Even though it's, like, pushed in all the marketing, and it's, like, a core theme that literally motivates into, like, future movies and whatnot. And Um, and it's it's weird, because it's, like... The results of this decision are really, really good for everyone else, but where it starts is really, uh, like, yeah, it's set up in the first one, and it's, like, oh, will they? Won't they? Is it... You know, Zoe Saldana with another white man with brown hair. Right. <laughs> and then, like, I think but, that's but the just, good thing it, about the just, first movie is that it keeps it open-ended in a yeah. way where you can be like, no, I could not believe this happening. Or if they do a good job at writing it, maybe it could. But with the yeah, second movie, I don't think they do. They flub the job. But, you know what I, I mean? Be, I think because they're juggling so many relationship dynamics. And yes. Not, one yes. of them ends up falling. Because there's Drax what? and, uh, Drax and what's her name? Mantis. Mantis. Oh, there's, my God. We you know what I mean? Mantis. Like, I love Yeah, yeah. I love Mantis so I, much. I, I think they have the best relationship, yes. They they <laughs> do they are the most, is like because they are the simplest in a way that works. <laughs> like, you know. Um so okay, maybe this is me with just like my 2023 analysis mental health brain. I feel like Mantis is like coded as a heavily empathetic neurodivergent person. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I as think I was watching like, the scene, as I'm watching the scene, beautiful. it's like oh. Yeah, like, it feels like a, are they realizing that these characters are bonding over the fact that they have, like, <laughs> you know, these sort of, it like... Was, it was yeah. funny, because when that occurred to me, I'm like, wait a minute, no, that's not just her. All of the Guardians have something that's in oh, the sure. DSM-5. I mean, Rocket has, you know, anti, uh, anti-social He's like anti-social disorder, you know what I'm PTSD. saying? Like, yeah, like, Star-Lord is narcissistic. Is uh, yeah, like, yeah, Peter, exactly, you know what like, I mean? Like, Peter definitely has, like, some stunted development. Like, both the yeah, right, and right. Nebula, is, like, have a whole, like, 14 different things. Like, yes, like, I'm just like, huh, wait, so it's a, it was weird. The person that brings out the emotion, I'm like, Oh god damn, they all have like at least four different ICD codes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, right. Cuz it's Lord. in the scene where Rocket is like uh, you know, he's tending to himself and then uh you know, uh what is it? Mantis says like, uh, "May I pet your pet?" and, and you know, May I pet your like, badger. He has, he, has, he has such a knowing look that's so perfect where he's like in the middle of eating and just kind of looks over and goes Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a like dra- can I say star player in this movie fucking dra- what is the uh, uh, man Dave who plays Batista? the um, excuse me say again Dave Batista playing Drax oh Dave Batista he is so incredible every single second like in the first movie it feels like oh here's this guy who is you know like um here's this guy who is like like it feels like we don't really know what his character is yet but here he is Drax the Destroyer and maybe he takes everything literally but you know that's just kind of who he is by the second movie it feels like they have you could say flanderized his character but to a mm-hmm. such a perfect degree to where like every second he's on screen I just live for it like the scene the the absolute climax of that I feel to me is the scene where he's like she just told your most embarrassing secret (laughs) you must feel so embarrassed 
the way he just says it so blatantly, it's just like, God damn it, Drax. Man, I, I hate the fact that we might be on different spectrums on this. Like, I feel like Drax has the least. He's funny. Don't get me wrong. Dave Bautista is, oh, is a. Oh, dig him. He's the best wrestling talent to come out next to Sasha Banks. Right, yeah. When, I mean, when the, <laughs> right. when the pole is through the floor. But um, it's like <laughs> him, him, Sasha Banks, and John Cena are the trio right now. But it's like, I feel like he has the least to do. You, no, uh, except, I, I except like for one the moment. There's one he moment has, it, on Eagle's Planet that I think is really dope. But I think he has the, least the other moments do. he has the less, less, which is still funny because his relationship with Mantis is still better yeah. than Peter and Gamora's, which is right. very funny. Like, That's the I weird thing. It's like their he has relationship, the least to do, yeah, but as consequence, I, that means his interaction with other characters yes. are actually pretty strong. Yes. That's the weird I think Drax, caveat. You know, it is a perfect, uh, perfect uh, contrast. Drax and Manta. Uh, Mantis, I don't believe they are in a romantic relationship, but Not I do whatsoever. believe that they They're are like... friends and really care about each other and have yeah. a bond with each other. I don't believe that there's any bond between Gamora and Star-Lord. I believe that every scene is a scene where where the director said, all right, well, there's a male and female character, so we have to have the thing where you guys Compulsory do heterosexuality like strikes again. You know what there I mean? There goes old like... cop hit. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like a. Can we not do this? Because if you guys aren't into it, we don't have to do this, right? Yeah, like, it's like, it's like bro, know? we we don't have to have just like the white guy with abs shag somebody in space. Like, it, you don't have to be Star Trek. We get to the point where Ego uh, uh, meets them and takes them to his planet. Yeah. Uh, these music choices are so fucking money, man. When they play, oh yeah, no, they're, Lord, they're on point. With the sweet ethereal sounding feel as they're going onto his world, and like I think there's one part where Drax pops a bubble and you see so much like color kind of fly out of it. It's such a great moment, and it's like one of those another one of those things where it's like I appreciated this moment specifically because of you know when movies do that thing of like uh uh, uh not not text painting, but it's like if you know what the song is about, it more informs what the movie is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. We're like, oh, I know that this song is about, like, my sweet lord and wanting to see your god. And, oh, uh, you know, he's finally going to see his dad. He's finally going to see his god. Like, that's such a cool little key-in yeah. moment if you're if, if you're thinking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and later on, uh, well, the Brandy. Uh, um, Brandy so, so one of the things I love girl. about this movie is that um, there's a lot of points where the music is diegetic. And I think that's mm -hmm. absolutely fantastic. And Jane, Jane, oh yes, oh James yes. does. I think a little bit in the third one, but like in the second one, I think he does the most. And especially with like, uh, like Brandy or a fine girl later on in the movie, I'm like, oh my god, this is so. Funny. I love that was his. It's, you know what it is? That was his Kill Bill Superman uh, uh, writing moment, right? You know yeah. where, uh, you know when Quentin Tarantino is like, oh, uh, see, I'm bringing up the moment about how Superman and the real identity is the like with this movie, with this moment where he's like breaking down the song and being like, hey. You know, like uh, as much as I love this woman, you know what I what I am really mm. loyal to is my mission, the thing that drives me and animates me. And so you have to learn that too, Peter. You know, because we're because yeah, that's the thing that he brings up to him is like you and me, we're gonna be living forever. So all of these people that yeah, you we're, care about, we're. they're gonna they're gonna pass us by, and so we have to live with the fact that they're go it's basically invincible, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> God damn, that's really that's not far off. Um, Jesus, but but I mean, I but the worst it gets. Let's see, what I like about it is that you uh, villains like this. I like when you understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. It's like at, by the end of this movie, I think Ego was a villainous bastard, but I still completely understand where he's coming from because, yeah, like you said, like, he was this, especially because uh, uh, he he's, he not only does he say what his like motivating factor is, like when right. you under when you comprehend the plan, I'm like, I can see how you got 
from A to B. It's just that B was genocide. Uh, yeah, you, you just didn't I understand care the logic. That, yeah, I yeah. vehemently don't agree with the steps to get to said, said endpoint. But it's like, right, I, right. I can comprehend. It's like, oh, he's, he's sad because he's like, he's a lonely god who came into no, this everything will be me. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's hard being alone. But if I make everybody like me, it's like, whoa, whoa, calm down there, Agent Smith. Yeah. Like, relax. Yeah, oh, basically, the fucking, uh, uh, that episode of Fairly Odd Parents with the goddamn, uh, Gilbert Gottfried and his kid with the pretty teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I man. want everyone to be gray blobs. Well, our family is the grayest in the blobiest. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, that's so the lesson, you know? I mean, I mean, you know, pulling it back to the... You know, turn t- t- turn the hue from go- uh, gray to gold. You know, and we've got our yeah. lesson here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I mean, like one one of the notes I have here is like Peter was definitely super. He was right to be super iffy um, about ego, and I like the fact that Peter tried to call Rocket out on his bullshit when they're when they're mm. on the forest planet. Because like he just calls him and he's just like, dude, why are you being such a dick? He's yes, like, because I, I like can. That. It's like yeah, bitch, and and you, you know, like, honestly, honestly, I did like. Like, I liked that of Rocket. Like, there is no real logic behind it. Yeah, he is just this type of guy. And it's just like, dude, like, do you not see how you're fucking up your relationships with the people that are trying to care about you? Yeah, like, like, that's you're, the you're real burning, sort of tension right there, right? Yeah, it's like you're burning your own bridges. Just and for why? The mere, yeah, just for the mere metric of... um. Just like feeling like, yeah, people yeah. don't understand me. But, I'm but built I, different. But I'm smarter than them, so it's okay. Like it's that sort of deal, right? Yeah, it's and like Yondu. it's okay because I'm better than all of them. I need yeah. to be the leader of the Guardians. It's like you right. insecure and little Yondu, rat. Like, yeah, that's why I think Yandu's so great. Like the way he keys in on that and he notices that when he's only spent like five minutes with him, and he's just like, oh, like he says that one line was like, yeah, we gotta save Star Lord, you know, just so I can rub it in his face. It's like, oh, is that why you want to save him? Just so like, you can rub it in his face, really. It's like, oh, look, look at you. You give a shit all of a sudden. It's like, no, yeah, it's like you actually give a shit, and you're trying to act like, yeah, you're trying to act like you don't. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, that's not the reason why I'm doing it. It's because uh, for me, I'm like, like, shut up. Very soon today, it's like, shut up. I don't care about you. (laughs) But but stay safe, okay? I don't want you to get hurt, my little shit. Right, right. Now, okay. Now, can I say this? Uh I don't like the editing and the cut that happens here, okay? So, you know, uh, uh, Ego's teaching him all about the world, and he says, mm-hmm. you know, um, he comes to that one point, and he says, wait, you know, if you loved her, why did you leave her? And, and then it cuts to the forest. Yeah, and Ego looks a little flustered. He's like, oh, well. And then it cuts to the, cuts to the space, guys. And then it cuts back. And I specifically wanted to note this, because I was like, yeah, what does he say next? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, what uh, okay, after- I, know, I noticed that. T- so there's, there's two strange editing things particularly if you watch it on disney plus that edit mm. i agree with you is a weird place to cut because i'm like we could have let that scene go on a little longer here's the weird thing if you watch mm. it on disney plus it the movie jumps between wide and full screen at random Whoa. points huh. it, and i don't think this is a theatrical thing i was watching it, it you know on our tv in the living room and i'm huh. just watching through it i'm just like Something feels weird about these visuals. And I paid attention to it. So when they get to Ego's planet, it's widescreen. No, it's widescreen in the forest. They cut to Ego's planet. It's immediately full screen. For some reason, I don't know why. There's no explanation. It just happens. And it happens a lot throughout the movie. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What? I wanted to take note of what the specific words he says. Because, okay, the last thing he says before it cuts is, if you loved her... Why did you leave her, right? Yeah. And then it cuts back, and it's him. It's Star Lord talking. Uh, yeah. Like it's like he's talking over sort of like 
as the last scene from the last uh uh from you know the other location is ending he's kind of talking and he says like you know uh my family thought uh, like you know my my mom said my dad was a man from beyond the stars uh yeah. my my mom thought she was crazy because you know she had cancer da, da, da. and i had that moment where I was like whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute that's not what you would say after if you loved her why did you leave her you would sit there for a second and wait for your dad to give you a fucking answer you it's wouldn't like, be uh, let uh, me uh, pontificate uh, about uh, it uh, like uh, I mean, yeah exactly uh, <laughs> <laughs> the poom so, poom was too good, my son. I, right. <laughs> but I had to get out of like, there. I had to skedaddle. <clears throat> but I, I did like. I really. It was really unsatisfying because it's like yeah. they use the fact that it cuts away to not really deal with the emotional reality of what that question would bring with it. Why mm. did you leave my mom? Like I, I want to know the answer. Like I don't want to know anything else but the answer to that question. I'm not gonna keep pontificating. I'm gonna be like, no, 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 no. What is your fucking excuse? You know. And so. Like, when it cuts back, it kind of leads to this thing where they kind of which way and kind of go, like, oh, like, it kind of falls onto the next question where they're like, you know, well, I, like, uh, it was like, I, I, I'm, I'm trying so hard to keep track of it because it, it felt like a thing where it was like, we're doing this which way wording on purpose to try to, like, confuse people who would be interested to try to figure out what was, what's happening. Because it's like, mm -hmm. okay, because, okay, I, uh, late, this is, Wait, let me try to gather my thoughts here, because okay. this fucks me up. There's a line okay. later on in the scene where he says, I, like, my form uh, can't stay the way it is for the whole time, so I have to go back to my planet, so I couldn't stay with her, right? right. So he visited her, like, three different times. He's, like, you'd think you would bring that up initially, right? Why did you leave my right. mom? Oh, well, I couldn't stay, son. Like, I have to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's like every couple of years. Placement yeah, narrative what, yeah it feels like it happens, like, 30 seconds later where it should have happened. It should have been like, well, my reasoning is this. What, where they did it was, it was like, why did you leave my mom? And then he does the look, Lord, oh, I don't know. And then it's like, my mom was called crazy for it is. And then it's like, mm -hmm. well, and then they kind of go back and forth. and like, I needed you and I loved you, but I needed to do what I had to do. And then it becomes, well, my form needed to be replenished every couple of years. But then <laughs> I, I, I think like, reason. but wait, wait. But then I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. But that doesn't really make sense, too, because he was able to visit her three times. He's visiting her. He can't just keep doing what he's already been doing this whole time. What is the difference? Like, maybe there just needed one or two more sentences. Like, okay. something feels like the bridge isn't connected. It feels like there needed mm. to be, like, like, later on in the movie, he says, all of these people are going to pass you by, so you need to let them go. I mm. feel like at that moment when he says, I put the tumor in her head, to prove a point that I needed to let her go, right? To be like, mm -hmm. this person I've cared about more than anyone else so much, but I needed to prove to myself be because she's just going to be another person that, like, you know what I mean? Some sort of justification. Because when he, when Star-Lord just starts shooting at him, like, I'm waiting the whole time to be like, yeah, what are you going to say, dude? What are you going to say to the fact that you killed his mom? Well, it's also like, how did, you, how did you expect him to react? Yeah, what, exactly. What you, you thought he was just gonna be like, "Hey, well, you know it is what it is with these hoes, right?" <laughs> what yeah, like, he just daps you up. He's cool with it. It's like, no, bro. He, like yeah. his first, one of his first questions to you was like, "Hey, why did you leave my mother? She died yeah. alone, hallucinating on Earth." <laughs> right, and, and this this is how it plays out. Okay, let me let me play it out because he goes like, mm -hmm. he's talking about his friends. He's like, "What about my friends?" And he's like. You know, time keeps going on. Like, you know, we, you're going to have to leave them. Da, 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 da. And it's like, but what about my mother? And it's just like, oh, you know, I loved her so much. But when I put that tumor in her head, like I, that made me feel so bad. 
Do you get what I mean by, I wish there was just one extra line to be like, but Peter, you've got to understand. Like, I did that to teach you the ultimate lesson. Like, just something. Um, Which, I mean, because he killed all his other ones. His pattern at that Mm. point. Okay, now maybe this actually might pull me back around. It's all a lie, right? Because when he reveals that all of the he's been with all of these other alien women, mm-hmm. what my brain was thinking that he was with all of those. Uh, ah, damn it! Okay, actually, hold on a second. So <laughs> go through it. Because let, let me let me pull it back. Let me pull yeah, back yeah, the yeah, layers here, right? Because it's like the idea is that like I was with all of these other women, but I loved your mother, Peter. Like I was all, with all these women in order to like do what I needed to do. When I came across your mother, I really loved her. Oh, isn't that just what you'd say to the kid? Isn't that just what you'd say? Oh, she would. <laughs> well, no, your mom, your was, mom was the special one. And she was, no, you she know was what I different mean? from the other ones that I killed. <laughs> I, I think for I think the way I interpret it is that he's so focused on his goal of not be. He's literally blinded he's he's pursuing empathy but also blinded by lacking it it's kind of like he's, yeah, he's oh, creating yeah. facsimiles for and, relationships and, but, and it's like he's he's so close he was so close with peter's mom he's like yeah yeah but, you but know i what still I gotta do what i gotta do he, and it's like he, if i come back and i hit that one more time i'm locked in yeah. tight like a booty but, hole i can't you know risk I that i you can't sacrifice I I... my goals in pursuit of these holes i'm good <laughs> despite the fact that peter didn't have um like his blood family with him he's he has a found family he has family he has yeah. loved ones he knows what it's like to like interact with engage with and engage with people ego literally only knows himself he's egotistical which i i guess that also indicates the chasm of difference between you know a a man who sees himself as a man and a god cosplaying as one mm. like he, mm. he like he he doesn't Really, because right, as soon as he doesn't get his way, it's fine. You'll spend the next thousand years as a battery. <laughs> yeah, like think of, like his, you know, Mantis, it, his daughter, her power is literally empathy. He yeah. doesn't have it. He and you know uh, he uses it. He literally needs it programmed. <laughs> yeah, he he had a kid and he only kept her around because like oh, this is close. I'll get to empathy. She's useful My, to me, right? Yeah, she, like, uh, yeah. yeah, she's same thing with his son. He's he's yeah. useful, he's an object. You know, it's like, and finally, one of them that has powers that's useful beyond helping me be a, than just being my personal ambient. Yeah. And even and, still, and, he uh, flipped on a switch. He's like, one's an ambient, one's a battery. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Now, now, what I really hated, though, as much as mm-hmm. I like Mantis and Drax's interaction as characters, I absolutely hate it. Like, I, that's what it is. I hate how this movie feels like it's stretching itself out for no reason. Because it's mm-hmm. like, oh no, Drax, I have to tell you something. But wait, now that Gamora's into the room, I don't want to tell you for some reason. And, you know, it's just like, what? Oh, yeah, just yeah. Like, she it. shows up. It's like, well, let me hold my tongue now. It's like, why? Why do you, why? It's, it's, yeah. maybe, maybe that's because, like, well, I trust the simple one. The the green yeah. one. She might be mean and yell at me if I say it. So I'll trust him. Mm. Okay. Am I? I'm not alone in thinking that there are one too many scenes in which something's happening here. And then, oh, someone just blasts in full force with their ship and somehow knows exactly where the person they're attacking is and just zooms right at them mm. with no other strategy than just going right straight at them. <laughs> like, that's I mean, what happens to Gamora in this scene, right? Where it's just like a, she's just sitting oh there. Yeah, and when like Nebula a, just kind of rode that ship and just like, eh, this will kill her. Now, which I'm just like, I mean, in now, theory. I, now, now, I will say, 
that scene wasn't too bad. Like, it was fine happening once. When Yondu does it at the end, where he's somehow able to see exactly where Ego is and attack him, that yeah. was where I was kind of like, okay, how many times are we just going to do this? Like, Just two. You know? Just the two. They didn't huh? want to overstep it because they had two yeah. angry, impulsive no, I, characters, the blue ones, do it. I thought there was another time when something happened. Was there? Uh, I don't know. But, um... Because oh, I, I maybe I did wanna, because it I happens in the, on, like, the it does the happen in the first sequence. movie as well. It happens in the first movie as well. So I'm oh, just, okay. I think it's like is this like their motif at this point? Just yeah, I mean, huge ships just flying at one person. They, they do have a tendency to be a pretty impulsive bunch. Is, is like, but again, it's like these movies are three months apart, so it makes sense that the, again, they're not the, they haven't formed their cohesive strategy by the because it's like again, sure, it's like they they can work with each other, not really together. And I think those mm-hmm. are different things. And, and um, But I did want to touch on, like, the, the Ravager shit moment. Because I, I, I will give you that. I think that's a sequence that ran just a twinge too long. Is like Rocket laughing at Taserface's name. I'm like, James yeah. must have thought this shit was, like, hilarious how long right. they linger. It's like, oh, my God, your name's Taserface? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. It's laughter because this is laugh, audience, laugh. It's yeah. Like, like, it's like, it relax. Works. It's... Yeah, it's what it should have been a. It should have been a. It goes on for a little bit. He tries to go to Yondu to take himself seriously, and then he goes like, "All right, fuck it," and then tries to cut the raccoon, and then Nebula comes yeah. in and stops it. Like it yeah. should have been like it, a really. It, it, it could have been like a smooth two and a half minute shorter. There is a there is a weird question I have though. It, like uh. it doesn't impact anything of the plot. Um, why do they have a tiny Ravagers outfit for Groot just around? <laughs> mascot 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 i guess like, they really wanted like, a mascot I, like that was that was just my i had noted that in the movie i'm like oh he's in a little ravager what did they just have that or someone had to like make that what they had one for you, their uh for their uh, what had hang, hanging around because like they all what, get what the captured hell those, he just what the hell had it pop things pops the the, the it's very pop Funkos. Pops. yeah yeah they had a <laughs> They're a fuck on top of me. <laughs> like, I, I, it's it's one of those things where I'm just like, I'm not good. I'm not. I'm not. This isn't a ding against the movie. The movie. I'm just kind of like, oh, where did that come from? And then and then this is what happens afterwards, right? Because okay, Nebula has the moment where she says, you know, you always wanted to win, and I just wanted a sister. And it's like, is that what you wanted? Because it seemed like your motivation was just hating her. It didn't seem like you wanted to reach out or anything. It seemed like it was like. You, I hate my sister and I hate my father. Like, because my sister, like, only wants to be better than me, like, I don't care and I don't give a fuck. And I get that being yeah. like a, you know, I was blinded by my hatred of, but from my father and so I just hated you too. And maybe having a moment where Gamora says, hey, don't you see that, like, I didn't want to do that shit. Like, because she has that moment. I think she does say, like, I didn't want to do that either. Like, yeah, that makes much, just much sense. But, like, it was one of those things where it's just like, yeah. Seriously, though, Nebula, she didn't have a choice. Why are you angry? Like, because she's like, you wouldn't ever let me win once. It's like, okay, but if you weren't going to have your arms and body parts ripped off, she was going to have her arms and body parts ripped off. She she wanted a little bit of mercy because it's like, hey, look, why was I the one that had to get, I had to get 100% fucked up. You could have took at least... 25% 25% of, like, you could have lost, like, a leg or a shoulder this ain't blade. A fucking, this ain't them playing ping pong, all right? I this know, and I think that's the thing. It's just like, you couldn't have thrown <laughs> This nice ain't Venus and Serena. A this ain't torture? Like- huh?
It's not like your arm was getting ripped off. But if your arm is getting ripped off, I understand not wanting I to think, yield is all I'm saying. I understand saying. and not wanting to yield, especially if your kids. I think at the other time, at the same time, she's like, I wanted you to em- at least empathize with my pain, bitch. Like, oh, right. Like, it's so like maybe me. if yeah, you had yeah, an eyeball right, ripped like, out or an earlobe torn mm-hmm. off and replaced, you might understand what I feel. I'm 70% cybernetic. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's normal is two skin two skin grafts in my coochie lips. Like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I love, like, the forest fight scene and the ship fight scene, I think, are just beautifully choreographed and, and shot. Um, no, they're just amazing. Like, it, you know, his, uh, his, his ability to show a scene, uh, like a, a fight scene in various environments just improves with each movie, including, like, Suicide Squad and the third mm. one. Like, mm. being able, I'm like, it's so nice to be able to, like, see what happens in a fight sequence and i can follow it and even though there are actually follow like, that's what i enjoy yeah edits, not but the you let happening. impacts happen or you make them dynamic and like i think the slow-mo was Your, like, i can follow the action as a story in yeah and of itself, it's like you right? know you like, slow yeah. down and speed up tactfully it's it's it has a purpose for you to pay attention to certain details about like the fight sequence even if it's predominantly cg it's still very well executed. Yeah. Now, like those gravity bombs when they fly now, up, mm. you see their faces mm-hmm. to show the reaction yes. when they hit the ground. Like you feel the impact of them hitting the dirt. Like it's just very yes, well yeah. executed with a lot of the the. Uh, I'd say most. I have a minor issue with like one of the last ones, but otherwise it's still pretty good. Mm. Now, um, finally, finally, Mantis randomly is motivated to tell Drax when she sees. Uh, 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 ego showing Star Lord the spark. Oh, but then I love the moment, yeah, where he says like, you know, I- I'm just saving Quill to prove I'm better than him, and he's like, you can't fool me, boy, because I know you. I know why you steal batteries you don't need. I know why you do this. It's like because you're just like me, boy. You know, but like that's such a like. No, th- this movie has mm, a lot of fantastic power. acting moments, like the the ego, uh, Peter conversation. I really liked like their initial one with or when they were tossing the ball, the light or whatever. I really like that one. Mm. The, uh, between Yondu and, and Rocket, like having their exchange. It's, yeah. it's just, like this movie and has really, really talented actors. <laughs> They're really good actors. And, and the really, uh, I, I love the part, like, um, who, uh, Russell, what's uh, the uh, name uh, of the main villain? Kurt Russell's really good in this movie. He's really damn good. Incredible actor. Yeah, I, who I always feel like is a different person every time I see him in something. He has that one moment, like, a, a, the great villain moment is the, you know, I'm just speaking matter-of-factly, telling you the truth, that he's like, you know, I told Yondu I wouldn't hurt the ch- uh, I wouldn't hurt the children, and it's true, they didn't feel a thing. <laughs> and it's like, and I was uh, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what do you mean by that? What do you <laughs> That's mean by the, that? My boy? Yeah, that, there's the villain pivot line where it's like, oh, we can't, we're not going back from here. <laughs> they didn't feel a thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, it's like, well, if they it's didn't like, feel yeah, it, they, that makes it okay I, I don't think that's how it works big dog he's just like he's like yeah mm-hmm. you know this happened that happened we had a relationship had a lot of relationships but i killed your mom so anyways you trying to rock or not yeah. he, he's just trying to get it over with yeah. he's like he, he he thought that was a rip off the yeah, band he game thought he's he like, just I like as well tell him the truth yeah i killed the dog it is what it is like, but you know so this was the truth but now that you know the truth of you <laughs> the know truth the truth will set you free universe, right yeah, that's that what you better, right? say yeah <laughs> See, see that like that's the angle of the character that I like. That he thought, 
well, I'm showing you all this expanse of the universe. Don't you care more about that than just the, you know, Yeah, humanity, he thought that you know, mind that, control I mean, was blind. He's like, like, you see how humanity. beautiful eternity is? I killed your mom, and also right. we're going to rule this together. Until, like, yeah. He tried yeah, to he, slide it he in there. He waits until after. Like, yeah, he some normal shit. After he shows him the beauty of the universe to tell him that he killed his mom. He's yeah, like, what a, oh, it just slipped my mind to tell you. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's just like, you know, he tried to slide it right. Like, your dad comes back into your life after 30 years. It's like, oh, I love you, son. We can play ball. We're going to go on a road trip. I abandoned your mom and shot her. That's why she in that wheelchair. And then we can get in the car and go to Florida. It's like, well, back up. <laughs> what the fuck did you say to me? Yeah. And, and like, here, here's the difference. Because, like, Killmonger's dad had a swift death. He, he died in his apartment. It's tragic. Got killed by his brother. Contextually tragic. But it was quick. He, he died in a matter, in like a minute. Peter's mom <laughs> suffered and died yeah. over ye- like a long time. Like, yeah. it, not only did she die, All she suffered before ego. she died. That That's and, the real disregard and, for humanity. And that's what like upset me because I'm like, it, it's one thing to not value well, it, human it, life, but it's another thing. Like, I mean, even the way he spread across the planet was a literal cancer. But that means it was a slow yeah. death. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But but it's she suffered it's before like, she died, which that's like Jesus Christ. But but it changes the dynamic, yeah. Because originally you think, oh, you know, he, he his mom is dying and that's unrelated. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. And he wishes he could find a, a, another family member. But then it becomes, wait, you're directly responsible for her death. Well, like if you just weren't responsible for her death, you wouldn't have had a son who wanted to kill you. Yeah. So ego, this is on yeah. you. Like and, I mean, you also have to take into consideration. He's watching Star Lord say those lines earlier. No, and damn well he killed her. Well. And it was like not really being like, oh, I should probably tell him at some point. It's like, you could have held that one. The, like, how quickly oh, were you shit. trying to get this plan oh, off the that ground? Was the mom I killed. Because it was like a day. It was like yeah. a, a, like a day and a half, maybe. Where it's just like, I need to see if my kid has the powers to hold the light. Got to speed this up. Right. Like, it's right. like you're not patient enough. That's it's like you waited what, again, all these years. Again. And Peter's like, oh, okay, well. It's like, okay, this one must work. He could hold the stone. Should probably tell him about the whole mom thing. So we get to the line where Yondu meets mm-hmm. up with uh, Star-Lord. And, you know, they're they're bickering and kind of he's saying, like, you were going to deliver me. And Yondu's like, not after I found out what he was doing to these kids. That's why I kept you. And he says, like, you didn't. You, like, you didn't do that for that. You, you always threatened to eat me. Like, you're not that great of a guy. And this is like, I was just being funny. And Star-Lord just stops and has a beat where he's like, well, what right. about me? <laughs> and, and now I loved that moment because it was like a, I... I don't know if they intended to write this to really be like cutting deep into like how parents often can, you know, not think about how right. they're damaging their kids. You know what I mean? We're like, oh, I'm just doing this joke and my adult brain thinks that this kid brain shouldn't take that seriously. But then like the kid brain is actually going like, oh my God, am I actually going to be, you know, how many times have like, you've had a parent when you were a kid say like, if you don't do this, I'm going to blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh my God, can like, they are actually, actually going to harm know, me uh, or do what something is, to me? It's like. Yeah, like, what does it say? Like, uh, I'll make another one that looks just like you. Oh, no, can my mom actually make another yeah. one that just looks like me? Like, you know, like. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, I brought you in you know what I, I mean? can take you out. Are they are they really going to do that? Yeah, it's like, can you can you kill your kids? Are they legally allowed to? It's like, I guess we, we birthed it right. so we it's can like, also can, kill them. Is that legal? <laughs> you know? And so, so it's like, when you're like eight, 12, uh, especially if you picked him up when he was eight. Dude, he's around all these monsters right. and aliens. He and probably had nightmares traumatized. for months. So, uh, 
that's what I think is interesting there. Like, the dynamic of these two, like, up to this moment when I first watched the movie, I'm like, okay, Ego's supposed to be the dad, but he's a piece of shit. But then I'm kind of look back on Yondu, it's like, hey, Yondu sucks too. But then by the time when he, when it gets to that line where he says, like, he may have been your father. He may have been your father, but I'm your daddy, boy. daddy. like, I mean, yeah, I guess. We don't have too many options. It's like, hey, son, for all my faults, you know, I was there, wasn't I? It's like, bitch. Look, can I, can I, can I, can I put yes. this forward? Can I put this forward? If you are going to be there as a dad, and even if you suck as a dad, uh, uh, you're at least there to give the counter example right. of what not no, yeah, to no. be. You know what I mean? Like, oh boy, do I know that. There, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, you know what? I learned a lot about what not even... to do from you, asshole. <laughs> right. So, like, uh, just like that Donald Glover line, so even if you're bad at it, right. you're Tiger Woods. <laughs> it's like, well... Like you know, I feel like that's the the lamest uh, uh, reasoning you want to have as a parent. It's like, well, he was around, oh, but yeah. So basically, it's like, like damn, bro, Yondu is the dad who was there and deserves the credit for raising him how he was, and Ego is the one who kind of wants to come in and be like, oh, but he's my seed, so I I deserve all the credit. Now, 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 let's get this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the the golden people come back in at this point. And again, this is the the part where I feel like it's just like a, I don't know. I feel like Ego's enough of a bad guy. You know what I mean? It just kind of felt like a, oh no! And even this is happening. But what does it even Things really amount bad, to? But now you know, also like, this. Oh no! It, it just feels like they didn't matter to the actual, uh, what is it? The narrative of the action. You know what I mean? It felt like a. Oh my God! Here they come. Uh, Anyways, back to trying like, to yeah, defeat Yondu. It's kind of like you know what I mean. I mean, uh, uh, ego. To, you know, lights and colors to go on in the background. But it just felt like it didn't matter because, like, I don't like by the time of the end of the movie, I don't care about them. Like, I, I care about ego versus Yondu. I don't give a shit about the. You know what yeah, I mean? They're just, it, set, they just, they're just so, set dressed and have flashing you know, lights in the background. And what I think is interesting about that is like th- those are like their. Basically, uh, uh, in the same way that the Ra's al Ghul group was Batman's like main villain oh, in yeah. the Batman series in two thousand, you know, in the two thousands, yeah. like they are the main villain of the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, because they yeah. come back, <laughs> they keep coming back. And here's my thing: it's all because of Rocket. Yeah. It's Rocket's yeah. fault. The fact what? that they have to deal with a society of people that are always going to keep k- trying to kill them is Rocket's yep. fault. Yep. <laughs> like, one one asshole creates problems for them for the next, like, 15 years. But 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 it's the thing that kind of, like, it, ro- dro- it kind of, like, drops down my respect for Rocket as a character because it's like... Yeah, dude, this is your fault. We could literally not be dealing with this right now if we didn't have to deal with you. Yes. <laughs> like, this is you. This we, is... for the rest of our lives, are now going to have to deal with a society of people who want to kill us because of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, that's... that sucks. Yeah, it's and... it's all because one little dickhead stole some batteries to, to probably, not even to sell, just to do it. Just to cause it's like, problems. My thing is, it's like that—that's so much of a big thing. I feel like I understand where people are coming from when they're like, "I don't like this character because he's just too much of a." I've never, yeah, do I've never you know liked I mean? Rocket because he's a little asshole. Yeah. Then the second one, he's more of an asshole. By the third one, by the end of it, I'm like, I still don't like him. I just respect him more. Uh, well, yeah, we don't want to give away too we're, much. We're not gonna give away too much. The dynamic like, just, at the end, I'm like, okay, I still don't like you. 
but I respect you. Like I feel this, this like feel mm. similarly about Captain Marvel. I don't like her Ooh. as a character because <laughs> I think she's poorly written. But it doesn't mean it's like here's the thing: characters don't have to be likable to be well written. I just think sure. she's poorly written. Sure. I think Rocket um, is well written, not by the third mm. movie, but he still sucks. Loki, don't like him. Well written, like you know, you can write question, a character question. well and, th- and not like them. That's okay. That means you're a good question. writer. Zune. The thing is, Zune is just so a thing that's like past of past of past. Oh yeah, no. That the wait, fact that they like brought that, it up, that, like in and of the line that he said was the line that he says is this is what people are using on Earth, and I was like, uh, I'm like, oh, no, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it was like, oh, is this like a space thing where it's like they're so removed? <laughs> where it's like, you know how it's like, it oh, it takes be. five years. Like, yeah, like it takes five years for like this music to get, you know, to the other side of the globe, you know, in terms of popularity. Yeah, so it, it takes, takes like these items 20 get, years. For, yeah, like a yeah. decade to get to the other side of the freaking galaxy. <laughs> yeah, but but the line that he's saying is that, oh, these are all the rage on Earth right now. <laughs> it's just like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so Yandu dies. He risks his life for Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. And then... We have the 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 ride out scene, which is kind of like the last kind of five minutes of the movie, kind of uh, having the Ravager's funeral, and it's a absolutely beautiful scene. You see, like the the fire, that colorful fire uh, around them as they send them out. Like I, that's like my fucking favorite shot right there. Right. And um, I love the song they play, like because it's one of those things. As I as I listen to that song, it's one of those things where I actively have that moment of, oh hey. You know, this is the song for the, you know, dad that's gone away. A movie like this would go for the obvious cats in the cradle in the silver. You know what I'm saying? You know <laughs> you, they you go would for think that. it would be something so obvious. But, but, <laughs> but the thing about it is, that's too obvious, yeah. right? Like, you can't actually enjoy the emotion of that scene if you hear that song because everyone recognizes that song just so much that it's like you're just popping from the recognition of the song rather than really being able to enjoy it. So I actually got to give extra respect to the fact that they chose the more obscure father and son song. You took an extra second to be like, no, no, don't go with the more obvious one. Go with the one that everyone might not recognize because like, it, and it's so much more piercing with the vocal delivery as you're mm. hearing it because like it, it, it feels like the song's crying for you in that goddamn moment as it's happening, you know? You're young. That's your fault, but I'm happy. It's just like, oh, stop making me cry, movie. A song literally titled Father and Son. Yeah. It's like, well, that's a little, I mean, that's not even on the nose. That's just accurate. Like, <laughs> it, like I'd say it's, it's not just on the nose. It's to the gut. It's what it is. Yeah, yeah especially just um, how they do that that sequence with uh, Yandu's funeral. It's like, yeah, it's exceptionally well yeah. done. It's and beautiful. Then, it's and emotional. Then, it's well done. I'll, I'll hit you with the double. I'll hit you with the double. Because remember when the song starts? W- you know what that song is when it starts playing? You hear that, that really jangling. Mm-hmm. And you know what the song is? It's, Mommy's all right. Daddy's all right. They just act a little weird. Oh, <laughs> you know? It is surrendered. Like, do you... Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, that's such a beautiful song choice. <laughs> what do like, about look. their usage of a... Uh, because it was... I remember distinctly, it was all over the marketing, and I'm sure that Fleetwood Mac sales jumped just one mm-hmm. random day. They're like, the fuck? <laughs> which wait, uh, which the one? Chain. The song? How they chain? Use, how they used the chain. Because um, if you don't love me now, then you'll oh, never love me wait, again. Wait, what was happening? What was happening in that scene? That was when... Um, so that was when... Star Lord flew into ego, like full god mode, and they had the little god fight. I, I have a minor <laughs> critique of that. I, I like oh, the okay, fight. Okay, I think it's on. cool. Because now that you say that, I'm thinking about the connection. Um, <laughs> yeah, like again, James Gunn, very great with his needle drops. 
okay, this is just a petty thing for me. Just a it, it it happens twice in this final sequence where they like use a joke from a moment that's actually really freaking cool. The Pac Man mm-hmm. thing. I'm like, I know it's in nah. character for Peter, but it would have been cool. Right. Just, it would have been more subversive to just have two giant rock like versions of like God Ego Rock Man versus God Ego Star Lord. Like that would have been cool, and just watch them explode into each other versus I, look giant they, Kurt they, Russell in a Pac Man. I'm like, I get it. They were going for the '80s nostalgia. Right, Pixels I had get just it. Come out he's probably like, the year before. Child, <laughs> I feel like we've uh, yes. said everything, right? We're uh, yes, yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I think we're all good on Guardians too. Um, yeah, Dude, I, I, I sort of feel like when I do a podcast, it's like. I feel, like, I feel like I have to, it's like taking a shit. <laughs> and then when I'm done taking a shit, it's like, ah, I feel like a lighter man. All your clothes off, just, oh. All my thoughts uh, just expand, expelled. <laughs> this has been the Reviewer New Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, if you want to support the show, you can always head on over to ko-fi.com slash rapcritic where you can uh, request movies, songs, or uh, uh, music stream requests. Or uh, head on over to patreon.com slash rapcritic where you get to see these episodes first as well as join the Patreon Discord. So uh, get with it, act like you want it. And until next time, I'm DJ. And I'm Will the Greatest. And the cats in the cradle with the silver sword. Little boy blew in the man in the moon. Wait, I'm coming home, so I don't know when. We'll get together then, son. We still have a good time then. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that song still hits me. Like, That's it's a great it's song. Like, it's like, like as much as it's like, oh, it's cliche. We all know where it goes. And we all know how it ends. It's like. Damn it, man! <laughs> when it when the strings swell and it's that my boy was just like me. My boy had grown up just like me. Oh man, it hits! It always hits. Oh, what a good song. <laughs>